0: hey it's Daisy if you've just clicked onto this episode well welcome this is part two of episode sixteen. do go back and listen to part one if you haven't otherwise this episode focuses on love phases and love cycles and I think you're going to learn a lot now please like subscribe share even if you just share on Instagram or Facebook. If you write a review, all of these things help so much so I can come back for season three in the new year, bigger and better. I would so appreciate it. You can also follow me on my personal Instagram at Daisy Bell to keep up to date with what I do outside of the podcast and Daisy Dates podcast on Instagram as well, where I uh, you can, well, slide into my DMs, I get back to you on the DMs and I upload lots of different reels and lots of different pieces of advice as well. For now though, this is part two of episode 16, with my guest, the love coach, also known as TJ Gibbs. Enjoy. Touch on love languages and you kind of mentioned love cycles earlier. Right. Can okay. we expand on the cycles? Which is Ludos, Eros, or Storge?
1: So it no, they so I'll do it from what I can remember in the book. So it's Eros, Ludos, Storge, Pragma, and Manic. Right, okay. So Eros, that's the fairy tale. That's the Beauty and the Beast. That's the... Well, actually, no. Actually, Beauty and the Beast is storage. now I think about it. If we are looking at all of our... But the fairy tale is that uh, I just lo- love bombing and all of that kind of stuff, that constant state of euphoria, always on the phone for eight hours at a time. You, and there's some people that... I have actually seen it on some shows. I've actually seen people who constantly have their webcam on and they sleep together they're in different countries uh, and they um, kind of sleep with their yeah. cameras on that's all the eros stage it can't be without them you can't breathe without them everything's amazing the sex is amazing everything like that so that's eros it burns out after about three months Oh God. okay, okay. Eros. <laughs> but what eros will do is this is where love bombing comes in people call it narcissists right it doesn't mean you can be eros and not be a narcissist But a lot of narcissists are very Eros driven because it lasts three months. They'll move on Mm. so that all of a sudden it was everything they were getting that buzz. Everything's new. Then they'll they'll find somebody else to to get their their love supply from. So Eros is very, very fairy tale. Okay. Um, So if we look at Ludos. Now, we can be anywhere on this cycle, depending on who are coming out of relationships uh we we've not been dating for a while it can all be different so ludos is no strings attached friends with benefits okay it's casual i don't don't want a relationship okay um so what you need to check in on is if you're in ludos especially for the men if you're in your ludos phase but you're attracting women by the next one which is inviting agape agape is a uh, I'll do anything for you. Um, do you want to? Do you? Although, acts of service is do you want a coffee? This is Love Island at the moment. It's always always about there's this big thing about coffees. Oh, yeah, coffees. in the morning. Yeah. It's acts yeah. of service. It's like, will you show up in front of my peer group mm. and show that you care about me by giving me the gift of the coffee? It's a mixture of love languages in there. Okay. But agape is self sacrificing. Agape is the woman or man that will stay no matter what happens. And it's 10 to what we want, what we think we want in a relationship. Okay, that self we want, I want somebody to be there for me no matter what, to love me unconditionally. That's agape love. So pragma love um, is practical. Arranged marriages. It's um, and we we talk about dying, Charles and Diana. That was a pragma relationship. He needed an heir. He needed a young virginal type woman who could be queen. It's a very pragmatic relationship. But as we get older in life, when you look at people that have got two children and they're dating a man with two children, it's more pragmatic to to be in that kind of relationship because you bring the kids together and, Mm. you know, that kind of stuff. So you've got storage is friendship. I have a client who can only fall in love through storage. They have to be friends first. There's no actual attraction, connection that he can work on unless he can sit down and have it. So he's not going to jump into bed with somebody in in the first three or four dates. It's not going to happen. Right. So storage is about I need to feel safe. And women who've been in abusive relationships... Women who suffer from domestic abuse or sexual abuse can often only feel comfortable in storage relationships as well, where they trust the person before they can then get romantically involved. So, and then the final one is manic love. So, manic love um, is that he hasn't texted me for a week, uh, uh, for a day, sorry what do you mean he hasn't texted you for a day no i think he's seeing somebody else now okay you're stalking social media um you're getting your friend to drive by his house to see if there's a car outside right we all know that girl
0: we do we all know her,
1: and we've all probably been her at some point right but it can get out of hand and, and 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 you know this is where stalking can get involved and i call it the tire slashing energy i actually had a client very much when I was first doing this work, she asked me to do a home visit, and she wanted me to get her boyfriend back. So I said, "What do you mean? Should he's with somebody else?" She said, "I've slashed his tires. I've told his girlfriend that he slept with me last night, but he's just not coming back." So that manic energy is what happens very often as you're losing somebody.
0: Yeah. So I'd say I've experienced the manic during. You know, and you know you're about to break up at yep. any moment. The yeah, the mania.
1: Yeah. So when you're in that phase, um, you can think, you can really confuse it with Eros quite easily. Really? Yeah, because the feelings, the adrenaline that's running through you, The I, but I just love him yeah. so much. I'm that kind of stuff. So Eros people can go from Eros to Manic. If you have somebody who is Eros and then they change their energy, which is very typical of narcissistic people, will just suddenly focus their supply on somebody else, then it can make you manic. It can drive you. And we all have the capability to be in that manic cycle.
0: So do you choose your love cycle? then? No, it's part can... of
1: your journey where you're at in life. Right, so I see.
0: If you think about your health care,
1: if you're really vigilant on it, you could probably be healthy all of your life. But chances are that you're going to have good periods of life when you're healthy, other periods when you weren't, other periods when you've got to look at it. So it's a cycle depending on where you've been. So if you've just had COVID and you're coming out, your immune system's really weak. So if you're coming out of, uh, of a divorce, an agape, what you thought was agape, because nobody gets married if they don't think it's agape, right, then you can suddenly go into a ludos stage where the last thing you want is commitment. You just want fun, okay? It, there are some people, and there are people that are non-monogamous, have to understand that if they what they need is eros all the time, then they shouldn't be in a monogamous relationship. So starting to understand where you're at as part of your, what's your love language, what's your fact? It's We're, we're very complex as human beings, Where am I at? And if LUDOS is okay... So somebody came out of a divorce and they said to me, so what do you think of friends with benefits? And I said, can you refine the question? Um, Is it okay, she said to me. I said, it's absolutely okay if it's what you want and what the other person wants. But what, as women, we tend to do is we will meet guys when we're there in the LUDOS phase but we try and turn it into agony. <laughs> yeah. Because there we are again trying. So what I do say to guys is like, make it very clear. Don't just say it. I'm not looking for a relationship. Check in what they heard. Because she's just going to ignore it if she's not in the Ludos stage. Right. So you need to check in and get her to feed back to you and clarify to you. Where are you at on that, on, on that scale? Um, and it's very likely that as a relationship grows, you're going to change the cycle. Like I said, from eros to manic. Yeah. Okay. You can go from storage to 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 pragma. So you could be friends, okay, or he really gets on with my kids. My family really like him. Yeah, I may as well accept his proposal of marriage. That's a pragmatic.
0: That's pragmatic, but it's all still love. Okay. So there's no. Really, one that we sh- would should aim for here. It's all just how most you people love aim in that for moment. the dream,
1: which is the agape, yeah, right, which is unconditional love. And people will say to me, "I just want a relationship like my nan and granddad had," oh. right? But then I say to them, "Are you prepared to do what your grandmother did to, to to keep that relationship? If she didn't work, she raised children. She let him have most of the say in the relationships. He handled the finances." Don't most women are yeah. not going to be prepared to go into a gender gender stereotype relationship that their grandparents were in. Most not of not of your generation.
0: No, but were they happy relationships?
1: I think some people think that happy is long. But the most and, and a lot of people would prefer to be in a relationship than than be alone. Fear of loneliness, but actually, the loneliest place to be is in the wrong relationship, and people hold on too long. So, relationships are all season reason and summer lifetimes very few, though. And I, when I have clients that come in, my husband just left me after 37 years, and I'll say to She said he left in April, so I'll say to her, When did the relationship end? and she said, I told you he left in April. I said, when did the relationship end? And she looked at me, she said, about 10 years ago.
0: Oh, gosh. So,
1: or other clients will say, about a year ago. They'll know. When I ask them that question, they'll know. But remember when we started talking, I said, human beings prefer certain unhappiness over uncertain happiness. So the loneliest place to be is in the wrong relationship. There is nothing lo- as lonely as that. As you have worked out, you're not lonely being alone. No. Watching your TVs, eating mm-hmm. what you want to. It's not lonely.
0: So what's the rush to have the wrong relationship? Well, that's yeah, there isn't. Um, but I guess it takes it can take people a while to get there, can't it? There are people that always need feel like they need to be in a relationship. And and do you know what?
1: It's not a bad thing. Okay. Needing to be in a relationship, right? Because you're always growing. You want to share. You want to give love. The bad thing is if you always want to be in a relationship to the point where you'll take anything. Toxicity. If you're prepared to be in a relationship, it lasts as long as it lasts. Dust yourself down. Get into your next relationship. Don't let anyone criticize you for that. Because if you're happy in all of those relationships, you're growing. This need to, oh, I think you should be single for a while. You should be on your own. Why? If you're born to be in relationships with other people, if that's who you are, you do you. The problem is if all your relationships are unhealthy. And the reason you're getting into your next one is that you don't have to face yourself by being alone. Why are you in the relationship? Is it because you're... because being on your don't not wanting to be alone is a real red flag so obviously the longer you're on a loan, the harder it is to get into a relationship yeah. basically be aware
0: <laughs> oh, i'm very aware <laughs>
1: <laughs> so sometimes you yeah. just kind of need to like and what is a relationship nowadays define your 28 yeah what are your stages that you go through? Because I'm I'm seeing more and more this distraction from actually agreeing that you're in a relationship.
0: Oh, yeah. So what's the stages for you? I think it depends what kind of guy I'm with, obviously. Um, I've been on a few dates with someone now where y- sometimes you just know that you're both not going to be... I just know he's not going to be hanging out with any other girl. Right. Because of the type of guy
1: he is. Why do you need to... You just know, so you're probably kinesthetic as well. No,
0: okay. But yeah. what, have you asked him? Um, not yet. Because? Because how we've been like four dates and at this point we're kind of seeing how it goes and I'm happy with how it's going. But it's only information you're asking it for. It is. So I'm, it's, I don't want to make it
1: serious. So you're scared... <laughs> okay, this is where you, so you don't want him to ask you. Is that the case?
0: Yeah, and I'm not dating anyone else, but I don't want him to ask me that. Because you I don't, don't want him to know, because he, he might think you like it. Yeah, maybe, or just because then it puts a level of, oh, we're actually committing, and that does scare me then. Why are you committing by asking the question? I don't know. It feels committal if he, yeah. Okay.
1: Do you know what you want? Out of a relationship
0: Yeah At least I think I do Do you know that you want A relationship
1: Because when we looked At your scores Remember you're so happy Where you are (laughs) at the
0: moment Right I am yeah Um, You know I don't I think I'm at a point Where I don't feel like I need one right therefore that's um, the best
1: place to be to be in one
0: okay absolutely
1: that sweet spot (laughs) is where you're ready but there's the fear that it's going to take your peace
0: yeah exactly because i don't but yeah and then the argument myself is well daisy you're 28 so how long do you want to just sit here and be like i don't need anyone because i i know i don't want to be there. i want the option of having children with someone let's
1: be honest you want someone you wouldn't be dating yeah let's just cut to the yeah. bottom line yeah if you didn't want someone you'd be at home you would not be on the dating and You'd not be going out on dates you'd not be picking up your phone mm-hmm. so you want one there's part of you
0: yeah
1: you're not prepared to give up you to have one that's the issue at the moment i
0: would agree with that yeah right
1: so you've just got to find the one that wants you you know bob marley said something really that i use and use with all of my clients right he said everyone will hurt you.
0: Well, yeah, that's true as well. Friends, everyone, family. Everyone.
1: It's just finding those worth hurting for. Right? So asking questions like, are you dating anyone else? Is information, right? And you don't have to necessarily do anything with that information, but understanding who you're dating, because if he turns around and says, yeah, well, I've been seeing my ex, but off and on for the last six months, well, you're going to be like, oh, right. like yeah. what, are, <laughs> what am I doing? That kind of stuff. You should you should be in the first four or five dates kind of interviewing the guy without him knowing. I'm not saying yeah you write it all up, but you mm. should be getting, because you know you're non-negotiables? Yeah. How are you going to find out if you're not asking?
0: Yeah, no, you're so right. Because someone that I... Um, dated earlier this year who actually was a colleague at the time it was one of the first episodes of the podcast I never did ask what exactly we were so I did just assume that because he'd been my friend for two years we were doing this and we knew what we both wanted but it did turn out like it unraveled months later that when he broke up with me he'd actually been seeing another girl at the same time yeah um but I you're right I never asked him that information so he was able to just carry on with me because I didn't ask it as well are you scared of the answers? No, I'm not with this current person. No, as in anybody. If I'm no, going to go, if you're so. going to go for a
1: job interview, mm. I want to know how much you're paying me, how many hours I've got to work, right? If I can work from home, what what kind of equipment that you're going to give me, right? And then I'm going to consider whether I want to take the job.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. When you're dating, remember you can't help who you fall in love with. So you need to do your homework on the people that you're dating before you give them the time, the energy. And once women connect sexually with men, we go to a different level, whether we understand it or we don't understand it, right? Yeah. Um, when we st- we're searching for our soulmates, so our soul starts to go, "Oh, is this the one? So without the information, you can't make informed choices on who you're spending your time with.
0: So how do you ask questions about things that you feel you need to find out about without making it feel like an interview right you show an interest
1: okay okay so I will do for instance if I want to know say I, I, I give I'm going to give you an example guy asked me to dance in, in a club when I was out and as we're dancing and he's his guards off he's not kind of waiting for the inquisition I'll say oh so so where's your partner tonight and he instinctively said she's at home with the kids I knew exactly what I needed to do and knowing that one question. I didn't go, are you single? Because he's ready for that answer kind of stuff. It's conversational. One of the biggest tips I can give you if you want to know, and it's really interesting to see somebody's face, right? It's it's best to do this face to face. Okay. So say, oh, so can I ask you something? Um, Is there a woman out there that thinks you're her man? And they'll go into inquiry. And before they know it, they've given you the answer.
0: Because of how long they're thinking.
1: No, because it. they'll go, no. No. Right? So that's the truth. Okay. If they start laughing, buying for time, go, what do you mean? Um, um, like. But the amount of people that will just go, well, yeah, I guess so. And then you're like, oh, that's interesting. So, so tell me about that. it's right. It's about taking an interest in somebody. It's about asking them. The reason a lot of men don't lie, they just don't tell you because you yeah. haven't asked. Mm, yeah. So sh- allowing fertile ground for conversation and allowing someone not to have to lie to you is a big skill. You've got to be ready for the truth. And and I would say with you, like because you are at the nest building phase 28 to 35, I think it's important for you to understand what you want now. Yeah. But then you're going to have to go into, literally your scores are that you should be an inquiry. right? You need to go in and inquire whether this person is worth you putting the time and energy into, right? And you're now at the point where you're thinking about whether you want children, who the father of those children are going to be. I work with a lot of women who were reflecting back, and men, who were reflecting back that they didn't choose their child's parent. Okay. Right? Yeah. They didn't think more about do I want a child with this person? So you're at that stage now. So the information is more important than you can possibly imagine because this person could be attached to you for the rest of your life. So is the 21 to 28 phase, that's fine, mess around, doesn't matter, kind of like yeah. what you have. You're coming into the nest building phase now. Information is power. So Give me an example of what you might want to know for someone and then I'll give you an example of how to get it, the information.
0: I have a big thing about um I I try not to date people that have recently come out of a relationship, okay. like a long-term relationship, because at my age I'm finding that's really common. I meet people that have just come out of like really long right. relationships and right. they're they're dating. Right. And so I like to find that out like at what point do you find that, want to find that out? If I'm on a dating app, I usually find it out good girl. on an app. Before, good girl. Actually before you meeting even them. go in. Okay. Yeah. So in you... real life, I think I think, yeah, I ask on a first date. It's that important to me. Right. So
1: what else might be important that you want to know? That might not be so easy to ask.
0: Yeah, the, the the drugs thing, I guess, but I use that, I do use that cleverly now in conversation. There you like go. festivals, do you go to like yeah. raves, you there find you go. out by the place? So that you're they doing they it already. I am doing that. Yeah, I am doing that with certain things. You are things, yeah. filtering yeah. your dating pool, right? Yeah.
1: Look at it from the point of view of that if you're going from as a woman that you're going to reproduce mm. with your this child is going to be half him and half you. So you're at the age now where you're going into nest speed in twenty eight to thirty five, where you're looking for the potential father of your children. Am I right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So your children are going to be half him and half you. So you have to understand who this man is. So it's not time for time wasting. It's understanding the Get Ready for Love programme. is all about understanding your non-negotiables. You're nice to have them and priorities are things that you can mess with, but your non-negotiables and getting that information before you even step out the door for a
0: date. Well, this is why I'm glad people are more aware of this now, because obviously I have met people through the podcast, through TikTok that have broken up years later because one of them doesn't want children and that's also a conversation i have early on as well i'd say that's like the third date yeah for me yeah
1: okay it's third date for you
0: i think so first date feels right so so quite intense to bring that up so
1: let's talk about pre-dating yeah what do you do pre to going on a date what what's the do you go on a date because somebody asks and you like the look of them
0: no i find out i think i find out a few core things that is like um Somehow, I find out like if they're close to their family and their friendship groups and what that's like, because that's really important to me. Right. Um, we have I have quite a lot of people around me in terms of friends and family, so that's kind of important for me and someone else as well. Mm. Um, I find out whether they would take drugs, because then it would just be like a no, it would be a no. And I usually do find out how far they, well, how long they've been broken up with someone slash what they are looking for, because recently I had a great conversation. I've actually been off the apps for maybe two, three months now, but a few months ago I had a great conversation with someone quite local, and I was like, oh, he's really cool, got a great job. And then I was just like, oh, so what are you doing on the apps? And he was like, to be honest, just a little bit of fun. I was like, right, because I would have met him. But it was just in the last moment that I asked the question. So I I do find out those core things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think children is quite intense to ask on a dating app.
1: No, because you just went from... You said about friends and family. Yeah. So act as if they might have children. Okay. So a question like, so do you have any children? And he's like, and, and depending on the answer, absolutely not. And I don't intend to kind of stuff. Or um because you talked about how the importance of family and friends. Yeah. So family being children as well. A lot of women hide that they don't have children. Uh, in fact I saw a, a woman on a podcast say that you should never tell him and until um you're getting really um serious because then you can tell whether he likes you or because of your status. No, children are hugely important to your life. So if you say you can start asking, do you have any children? No. Okay. So what, what's your opinion on children? Where it's yours. It's just inquiry. Do you know, actually you can ask more openly on a first, before dating than you could on a third date because you're emotionally invested in the answer by then.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Because just by kind of like getting the information, you need to not waste his time. Um, if he doesn't, if it's a non-negotiable, sounds like non-negotiable, that he doesn't want children, would you still date him?
0: If it's a non-negotiable and he won't have children, I wouldn't date them, no. Right,
1: so there you go. So all your non-negotiables, identify them, so your top five. So chemistry's got to be one. You know you've got to kind of like feel that out for yourself. But the other four, you should all have a conversation before you even go on date.
0: Before the date, yep. okay.
1: You cannot... Stop who you fall in love with. So if your non-negotiables are uh, drug-taking, wants children, uh, is close to their family, um, be careful with the close to the family bit. I know, yeah. Because you need somebody in your life that has struggled through things. So because they've struggled, they may not be able to be close to their family. Mm. So, um, you know, but if they say they want children, they absolutely want... They're talking about having a family of their own. So, the, the the close to the family is not always a good indicator. Of no, things, yeah. Okay. I think
0: the friends is probably a better indicator. Yeah. Like yeah. friendship groups, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, for you, so if you, you can want so, your friends.
1: you obviously <laughs> want somebody who's sociable and outgoing, if yeah. you want somebody with families and friendships. Yeah. So, understanding that person, because you're good to go then, because if your non negotiables are all met in a way that's conversational, out of interest style, you can do that because you've got nothing to lose. Yeah before you go out on the date. So you like the look of him. He's not compromised any of your non-negotiables. The rest is open to whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Unless you're always looking for a problem and then it will never be.
0: Yeah, which is probably my problem, I think. Because, yeah, I, I, I you know, there are nice people that I've met and then sometimes I find a minute problem and you have to realise that, perfection doesn't exist mm-hmm. so do you like a bad boy not bad no I don't think so, no what are your so what are your green flags my green flags oh god <laughs> um the things that I look for that I'm like yes someone like ambitious um someone that's ambitious and hardworking, like the, the career stuff is quite big for me
1: okay just let me just pat and interrupt there mm. right Someone who's ambitious and career driven is really important to me, but I want children. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have two ambitious, career driven individuals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That want children. Okay. So uh, we're already getting to a point of conflict before you've even met him, right? Because are you prepared, if you want children, to compromise your ambitions and your drive? whilst he invests in that whilst you're being a mum, or if he chooses to become the stay-at-home dad or or, mm. or the primary care, are you prepared to compromise there? The best relationships have a blend of strengths and weaknesses. If we're looking to date someone like ourselves, there's going to be a competition for who gets the
0: space. Okay, yeah.
1: So just be aware that if you're ambitious and goal-driven, that's brilliant if you don't want children. Absolutely fantastic. But if you want children, where does the compromise come in then? Because if he's ambitious and goal-driven and he wants children, he's looking for a wife and a mother. He's not looking for a business partner.
0: Can we be both?
1: You can be both if you understand that one's going to grow at a different rate to the other if you both want to be that on the offset and throughout the whole lot unless you've got money for nannies and you want somebody else to raise your other children at some point someone's dreams are going to be compromised the reality of it is of course you can eventually be both so it might be that someone's going to university to get their their master's mm. um and the other one is working so and then the other one is now got their masters and maybe they want to go to a job and but somebody the other partner wants a child so it's about be careful what you wish for because you might get it
0: okay yeah
1: so i would suggest my if you were in therapy or coaching with me which you would be in coaching because of your scores not therapy my suggestion would be for you go away and write your life down on a piece of paper at 35 what does your life look like what does your day look like? What does your week look like? Right? Because at the moment, what you're going from is the version of you that wants to be the best version of you that you can, mm. right? But you're not going to be a me any longer. You're going to be a we. And what does that look like? What is it that you want to change? And how can you see that being? So one of my clients is is really, he flies around the world. He's, he's, a, he's a hire. He, he's got a lot of money. And he prefers traditional women, but at the same time, he's got commitment issues. So when we looked at at 40 for him, his age was, what did your life look like? So he said, oh, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm, I'm opening the, the balcony and I can see the beach and um, I'm going to have a leisurely breakfast. It's going to be this, that and the other. And then I'm going to go and play golf. And I'm like, so who's at the breakfast table? And he said, my wife. And he shocked himself. <laughs> He had no idea he wanted to be married.
0: Oh, really? So he
1: could see the the sea, could see the golf, he could see the apartment. Yeah. But he couldn't see her. Okay. Until I asked him who was at the breakfast table. So I, that's what my suggestion would be working with you on your scores is future pace, called future pacing, future pace 35. What does my life look like? Okay. From in the morning to so the whole week. Like... And if it looks good to you, then that's what you want to achieve. But if it's like, hell no, <laughs> look, look what I'm doing. That's not who I am.
0: Okay. Am I Yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: And that's going to give you a clearer idea of who, what your soul is looking for in its mate. Because 28 to 35 is the soulmate seeking phase. 21 to 28 is the self-seeking phase. 32 to, sorry, so... Self-seeking phase, 21-28, 28-35, nest building and soulmate seeking. Okay. And 35 to 42 is usually um uh, purpose seeking. Okay. Spirituality and purpose.
0: Right, okay. Oh, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah, I will bombard you, like I say. Um So I think we might go, we might have to go for our finale question, um, which is the one question I'm going to throw back at you, (laughs) Um, which today is, I mean, you've kind of given us some of your Mm non-negotiables already. What are some of your personal boundaries? In terms of? So, or is a boundary the same as non-negotiable? No. It's not. No. Okay.
1: Boundaries and, uh, is this is what I will accept in a relationship. And yeah. Non-negotiable is what I won't accept uh, in a person yeah. in, in in terms of these. So I guess they are in a way, but personal boundaries for me in relationships. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm audio. So because right. I'm audio, there, don't ever raise your voice to me.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm audio. Wow. I yeah. can't. You may as well have slapped me. Like yeah. that would be the a big thing that would just have yeah, don't, yeah, completely
1: don't offend voice. you and you'd be don't, like, don't no. don't kind of I don't do anger, I don't do shouting, I don't do I literally shut down. So in relationships, um when we're in we're going through any kind of trauma with this fight, flight or freeze, right? So being audio, so that's important for a person to understand if they raise their voice to me, I, I go into freeze mode. Okay. So that's a non negotiable. Put your hands on me. Obviously, it's a non-negotiable. It yeah. should be for anybody mm-hmm. um, that put hands on me. For, um, the other is being interested in my work. I find that a lot of men are kind of, they it, they don't understand. It's important to them what they do, but isn't necessarily important uh, for the work that the woman does.
0: So That would be, when you asked me earlier, that would be a massive green flag for me. That they were interested in your yeah. work and, and what you do and yeah. why you do it and who yeah. you are. Yeah.
1: I'm yeah. audios has got to be a good communicator.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's got to be somebody who is very open and honest. So there's another exercise that I do called the core values. And unfortunately for me, my core values are honesty and integrity, <laughs> which are freaking boring. Right. It means I can't lie. I can't do anything <laughs> illegal. It means they're my core values. And if I ever go against them, so, again, in a relationship, honesty and integrity is important. For yeah. Me. I'd much rather know that you're dating other women. And it's not an issue for me if you're dating other women. What's an issue is if you tell me you're not and you are. Mm. So they are my personal boundaries. Is be show up as who you tell me that you are. Don't, don't show up as who you think I need you to be.
0: Yeah. Or who you want to be but aren't and that's our
1: job to kind of sit back as the as the receiver of love is to sit back and say am I is this person authentically being who they're meant to be because that's the only way you're ever going to get and I was really impressed by a client recently when you do the core values there's 44 values and authenticity wasn't on it and she asked me could I choose can she choose authenticity I was like you go girl yeah because That's the basis of love. Self-love is showing up for yourself as you. And real love is about being able to be that authentic version of you in a relationship with someone else. And whether that's a romantic relationship, whether it's with your sister, whether it's with your mum, if you can't be who you are and give them space to allow them to be who they are, then is there love. Because that's what it basically is. And that's what a relationship after seven years will rely on.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to go away and write all of this down. Because when you asked my green flags earlier, I feel like I was like, mm, what are they? But everything you just listed in boundaries really aligned with me. Like that's everything I wish I'd been able to just like reel out. So Maybe it's just something that I need to like write but down because you knew it straight that's away. That's who
1: you show up as. Yeah. Letting somebody... Sh- do you know what people do? They try and compromise other people to show up who they need them to be. I'm going to give you an example. And this is, I had to laugh. Is this a, Have you ever watched 90 Day Fiancé?
0: Yes, I feel like I have. Absolutely yeah. love it because it's long okay. distance relationships yeah. and everything
1: like that. And <laughs> they're mad. And people that go on those shows tend to be very extrovert and out there yeah. anyway. But this woman from Gloucester <laughs> married a man and went to meet the guy in Columbia. And this is what you absolutely never, ever do if you want a healthy relationship. He was in the, he was a rap artist, and she'd, somebody had said that he'd been sleeping with prostitutes who were working in the video. So she said she had to bring it up. She, she waited about three or four days to bring up something that important. <laughs> anyway, so, and, and she did it at dinner in a public place. Like, what? And this is how she related to him. So I have to know, I understand that somebody has told me that you may have been sleeping with prostitutes when you did your video. And this is all in Translator app, by the way, right? So um, because, and is it true? Because if it is, I cannot marry you and I'm going home today. Do you think for one moment that guy's going to turn around and go, yeah, I did?
0: No, do you need to be more in inquire mode? You've had
1: loaded that question to get the information you can't You want so that you... So when you find out later Mm. that that's exactly who he was, you didn't give him a chance to show up as who he was and make your decision. You forced him to tell you what you wanted to hear so that you could continue the fairy tale.
0: Right. So it would just been better being like, did you do this? Rather than be like, "Or I won't marry. you."
1: Right. So what should have happened is, look, I understand that for these... These videos um, that there's a lot of women around. There's understand that sexual. And at the end of the day, we're not in the same country. So I kind of just need you to be honest with me. Was did anything take place? Doesn't matter whether she's a prostitute or not. I mean, yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, did anything take place? Because I'd rather start from a place of honesty than from a lie. Give him the chance to be who he is to show up. as who he is. Yeah. Once you get that information, if you turn around and say, "Well, yeah." there were a couple of girls, we did come, to, and you know I've got to be honest with you, it's true. Then you go away and make your decision. But what a lot of people tend to do is show up, tell people, this is what I need you to tell me in order for me to date you. Mm. So we must always make the soil fertile for truth because rather than finding out who you're dating 10 years into your marriage and two kids... Try as much as you can before you give your heart away. There's two types of people in the world to sum up, really. There are good people who do bad things. And there are bad people who do good things. Information is power for you to do the best that you can to choose the best potential partner for you. Whatever you learn in that journey then, Is what you were meant to learn. That's why there's no failed relationships. If you had to learn that you're not very good at setting boundaries and that as a result you you got financially abused, Mm. that's learning that you can take to the next relationship. If you go to the next relationship, you get financially abused again. Stop dating. There's something wrong Mm. that you need to invest in in you before there's a third and a fourth time. So it is about being honest with yourself, showing up as yourself, being real with yourself, not asking other people to carry your fairy tale along with you, because it's going to have an unhappy ending.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on. We've learned so much. We're going to need you one again.
1: Blow your minds. (laughs) Yeah, there's a
0: lot to think about.
1: Yeah. And just take away from today. All mm. I say to clients at the end of our sessions is take away whatever landed with you. Let everything else go. But there will be one or two nuggets that have landed with you today. And that's for you. The rest will be for someone else. Everyone will take a different takeaway from, from your podcast today, your podcast next time. Whatever it is, two things that landed with you, they're the ones that are meant for you. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely.
0: Yeah, well, thank you so much. Um, Where can people find out where they lie on their love, life and happiness? The happiness rating. This is so
1: important. You don't have to be a client. So we're rebranding at the moment from the Love Coach into lifeandlove.me because I do much more than relationships. As you can hear, I do a lot of uh, uh, emotional health. Like I said, I don't want to call it mental. It's emotional well-being, emotional health and relationship things. So the new website is lifeandlove.me which I love that we could get that life and because that's what we're here to doing. The old website's still up which is the lovecoach.co.uk but that will be going shortly. lifeandlove.me go on there you'll see the wheels take it you get your instant submission feedback you can submit it to me if you wanted to do your first session and get a a full a full analysis of where you're at across the life of love and but if not you can do that take your scores and in six months time do it again see where you're at and see your growth or see your recession because if you avoid the areas that are say for instance five now in six months time you might see them as threes and twos mm. going downwards. so then you know you need some professional help so life's for loving that's all we're really here for so just get on and do it take some risks girl
0: Ah, oh, thank you it's You're been welcome. so nice i've learnt loads and of course and um, then go to the website to follow you see what you do and potentially on as well yeah yeah perfect thank you tj gibbs there and you can follow the days dates podcast wherever you go streaming platforms you might be watching this on youtube as well and yeah give the page follow on instagram and i'm daisy bell daisy dates podcast on tiktok and daisy bell on tiktok as well and i'll see you next time